We'd like to thank BetChrisCanada.net for their support of the Hockey Betting Podcast. I'm Brian Blessing in sunny Las Vegas. And I'm Cam Stewart in cold Toronto, Canada. If you love hockey and you're in Canada, and Cam is, by the All-Star break, even if you can't stop thinking about taking a vacation someplace sunny and warm, but you don't want to miss out on any of the hockey action, Look for a Bet Chris near your next holiday destination. Bet Chris is one of the leading sports books in the Western Hemisphere with hundreds of sports betting locations throughout the Caribbean and Latin America. Watch the game at a Bet Chris location. Food and drink specials and VIP lounges are available at many Bet Chris locations. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open your Bet Chris account. Place some bets on your game and collect your cash at the window when the game is over. Bet Chris offers single bets, parlay bets, teasers, and more on pregame and live odds for hockey and all your favorite Canadian and American sports leagues. And Bet Chris offers a variety of team and player props, including futures. Bet Chris offers the best value odds on Canadian and international sports. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open up your account at a Bet Chris location. Deposit $750 or more and get up to a 40% reduced commission on your sports bets, up to minus 106 on single bets and parlay bets. That's the best juice in the biz. So, if you're planning a trip to exotic locations from the Caribbean and Mexico to Peru and almost everywhere in between, the odds are very good. There's a Bet Chris Sportsbook where you're going on holiday. For more information about visiting a Bet Chris location while you're on holiday or to listen to or subscribe to the Hockey Betting Podcast, visit BetChrisCanada.net. That's BetChrisCanada.net. Cam, you're Canadian. When you leave Canada and you're heading south, Use the promo code PODCAST. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Thursday, October 31st, 2019. And now, live from Las Vegas... The host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, we love talking hockey. It's always a treat. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas, Camp Stewart's north of the border. And I got to tell you, buddy, I'm sitting on the patio. I mean, this is indeed a hockey podcast. It's 37 degrees in Vegas, and I'm sitting in the shade, so it feels like 20. What is it probably about, you know, 65 in Toronto right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I play a game with myself every year. It's called, when do I turn on the heat, Brian? Like, I'm uh-huh. just one of those guys because I'm kind of like an Ebenezer Scrooge. I'd rather, you know, uh, put money into my sports bets than uh, pay the utilities. But I'll tell you something. Uh, yeah, I know I got the sweater on, but it's a, hey, it's hotter. Than, it's hotter right now in Toronto than it is in uh, Las Vegas, which is pretty damn cool. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's awesome, buddy. When I see you in that Obi One Kenobi uh, sweatshirt thing going on, I'm like, does this guy live in Vegas? But I forget with the mountains and stuff like that, the temperature temperatures really fluctuate. Oh well, it's like years and years and years ago when I was covering the Bills and the the last game of the year it was Joe Montana's rookie year and the Bills were playing the Niners. Uh, last game of the year to win the division. So uh, because it, they were so bad for so long. They, you know, they sent us out, and the Bills, Chuck Knox used to spend Ralph Wilson's money like it was water. They sent the Bills out to San Francisco for a week to train for the last game. And, I, and it's like that saying, the, the coldest uh, you ever been was a summer in San Francisco. Or, I mean, in the day, is like 60 degrees, and at night, I mean, you felt like you were in Alaska. 
And it's the same thing here. In the day, in the sun, it's fine. But in the, the morning and the night, yeah, cool. A, a tad on the chilly side. Yeah. And we'll see if we can heat it up on the ice tonight, Cam. We got just a couple of games. Yep. Uh, with, uh, we'll start with Calgary at Nashville. And Calgary at the moment is kind of on a dead under run. Nashville's $1.45, uh, six to the under. The one thing about Nashville, though, uh, this is a team that just keeps churning it out offensively. I mean, if Calgary shows up, I, you know, with an effort, kind of like the game to go over six. I mean, if you look at what Calgary been doing, you think the number would be five and a half, but it's six. But last four games, Preds have scored six, four, three, and three. I mean, they they just keep cranking out goals, man. It seems like a short price for Nashville, Brian. You know, and you look at it and a heartbreaking loss, too. Sometimes those uh, teams, you like to come back to those guys. But I'll tell you, they were playing Carolina. It was one nothing for, uh, for, for, for Calgary the whole damn game. Carolina got a power play. Boom. Cheshnikov scores. Scores again. They lose 2-1 to one in heartbreaking fashion. I remember we were doing our uh, in-betting live show, and we took Carolina at plus 240. It was a really good night. But I'll tell you something. I'm looking at Calgary at plus 130 here. Uh, it seems like a short price. With the way Nashville is scoring, you thought it might be like a buck 60, 65. I'm seeing 45, 50. Um, you know, Calgary can beat Nashville, and you're right. The, the Predators have changed their MO. They're like, you know, Minnesota is one of those teams, you know, you see five. I, when we see a five in hockey, we almost lose our mind on the total. But five, five and a half, this one's six. I agree. I think uh, there could be goals scored in this game, and I think a lot of people will look to the under, but, you know, it seems like an over to me. But I'm also looking very hard at the pooch in this game. At plus 130, I think Calgary understands they want to go in there and they're going to bring their A, a effort into Nashville. They know it's a tough barn. The Predators fans, the catfish and everything, they got a new like hockey kind of genre there. Like It's, it's, it's great the way hockey's taken off in these new markets, Brian. But Calgary, they understand it's a business trip. And I think uh, you know the line kind of tells us something, too. The books think Calgary might be live. Buddy, why we love doing this podcast, hey, it's just fun having a couple of chuckles with you. But you know the angles that are in play are, are just ridiculous. And it's not like, uh, you know, we're Kreskin or anything. It's just, we've seen this all the time. And, and when the generic is Montreal's at Vegas tonight, Vegas is two twenty. the total in the yeah. game is six. But before we get into the game, when you're handicapping these games, the stuff we talk about matters in that it's the schedule, stupid, you know, you sit there and say, is the team good? Is the team bad? I mean, more of the handicap than anything is the schedule. And I'll give you the perfect scenario. Uh, on Friday, Vegas played their first game home from a, a three-game Eastern road swing. First game home is a tough one to play. Colorado comes in here. I mean, Cam takes them to the woodshed. They sure did. All right, Colorado off. skates rings around them. So Colorado goes home Saturday night. They're playing Anaheim, who's sitting in Colorado waiting for them. Anaheim beats Colorado. So now, on Sunday, Anaheim, who just beat Colorado, who just murdered Vegas, plays a game at altitude, flies to Vegas, and Vegas absolutely destroys them. Now, in a 72-hour window... All you had to sit there and say it was the schedule, stupid, and there's your there are your winners. Yeah, no, great point, Brian. You've been all over this stuff too, scheduling, dad's trips, things in hockey, and it's one of those sports that rings true more than other sports. I, I seem to find like the hockey stuff is crazy. Like, what about San Jose and Buffalo? Like, 
how the hell does Buffalo own San Jose? That makes no sense to me. Like, they're not uh, rivals, but these things ring true over time. And I'll tell you one thing, though. Vegas, uh, you know, that nice win over Anaheim. But Montreal played a very very uh, solid game. Arizona, they're not, a, they're not a slouch. And I'm telling you, when Vegas is laying 220 in this game, Brian, Montreal at plus 180, that's a big price for these guys. Well, but, you know, is Kerry going back to back? That's no, the thing, right? It's that's Kincaid. If it's, it's Kincaid, Kincaid, that changes everything. So, so here, here's what I would say to you is now, and, and you mentioned Arizona. Here's a scheduling cork to the moon. Arizona's on this ridiculous eastern road swing. Okay. When you're on a road trip, you don't get to practice. Well, at the end of the road trip, they had three days off between the uh, whatever game and the get-out game on their trip was in Buffalo. Arizona spent three days in Buffalo and got two practices in and won the get-out game. Yeah, they did. Now, now you're like, hey, Arizona, bubble, bubble. Oh, wait a minute. Arizona flies cross-country, goes home. First game home after the road trip, they lose to the Canadians. So now the Canadians got to play last night. They get a win. They're thrilled now because they get the win last night. You don't worry about playing price back-to-back nights. You come back with Kincaid. Uh, I think Montreal could have dead legs. I probably like the game over the total. You know, no way you're laying 220. I'd, I'd probably look for goals in that spot. Uh, but I, again, and the one thing I would just say uh, out here, I, I, I don't want to say – it's not an educated fan base, but I, many of these people are just blinded by the, the nothing but success that's gone on out here. Nate Schmidt and Alex Tuck are going to return to the lineup, which is monstrous Dude. for Vegas. Oh, they, ha- they have looked terrible. I mean, they were lucky to beat Chicago. They got killed by Philly. They got killed by Arizona. But now everybody's like, well, then, then, then they beat Anaheim, and they're like, wow, they're back. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Anaheim played the night before. But now... They play Montreal tonight. Who's playing back-to-back nights? Saturday, they play Winnipeg. Who's playing Nashville the night before? They should kill these teams just because it's on a platter for them. But that doesn't mean that everything's solved. I mean, next week, now, now, you, now you, go, you, you hit the bricks, and the schedule goes against you. So everybody, oh, well, look, Vegas turned things around. Well, I mean, they had teams up against it. Uh, you know what I mean, Cam? I mean, you got to read between the lines. You do, and it's something you do really, really well, Brian. And hockey's one of those sports, man. Think about it. You know, you, you skates, the way you play the game. It's just, it's tiring. It is very, uh, going through an NHL game for a, an elite athlete, why do you think in the Stanley Cup we take the team with the less injuries, like St. Louis? They pummeled San Jose into the ground. San Jose was just tired at the end. They, they played, they were beat down. Look at the teams that aren't successful now. The Kings, old. They went to a lot of playoff games. Things have changed for them. Chicago, teams that have played extra games. The wear and tear of hockey, you're absolutely correct. And it happens even earlier on in the schedule, too, because these guys aren't like NBA players. You know what I mean? They play with nicks. They play with cuts. They play with bruises. And, uh, you know, even early on in the season, you have to take a look at that stuff, the schedule. You're absolutely correct. I'm not laying 220 with Vegas, though. I might find a a dance partner on the parlay card. But got to give Montreal credit. That was a a nice win in Arizona. They played a good road game. but. yeah, so I guess we're looking at the salami over. If you like the over in Calgary, yeah, Nashville, so. you you probably like that, and you like it in Vegas and uh, Montreal as well. So it looks like uh, it might be a night to hit the deli with the salami. <laughs> Extra salami, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Tomorrow. Now, it, now yeah. we just said all this stuff. So uh-huh. let's see if it comes to pass. Uh, there are two things going on, and we'll get to Tampa Bay in a second. We but will. I want to talk to you about 
Washington is hosting Buffalo. Now, Washington at Chicago 1-5-3, at Calgary 1-5-3, at Edmonton lost 4-3, at the Canucks 1-6-5, and then they wrap up the road trip and beat the Leafs 4-3. That is a grisly five-game road trip the Caps were on. Now they're coming home, first game from the long road trip that we just got done talking about a bunch of examples, and the Sabres played Monday Lost in overtime or the shootout to Arizona, but the Sabres had three days off, and they're talking about airs out of the balloon. They had to play 12 games in 23 days because they're leaving for Sweden Sunday, but they got two practices in. They haven't practiced since the start of the season. All I'm saying is Washington's probably going to be about $1.70, Cam, right? And At least. They might be almost $2. Like you got Buffalo, got two practices, and... Washington's first game home from a long road trip. I know who the better team is. You know who the better team is. But in this spot, I think the dog is the play. No, I agree with you. I was looking at Buffalo. I'm going to probably take Buffalo. Also, the way they lost to Arizona, a 2 to nothing lead and kind of a little bit complacent, right, Brian? They could have put yep. the nail in the coffin there, and that's not cool. A lot of teams do that stuff, and it bothers me. You know, it's just step on the team's throat. Get that 3 4 nothing lead. Let them lose their will. Buffalo didn't. It's a lesson learned. They're a young team. Kruger's doing a great job with that club. And as for Washington, take a look at their overrun, too. It's absolutely insane. All these guys, is play, all they do is uh, score goals. They give up a few goals. It's nuts. The Washington Capitals are over machines. If you've been betting them, you've been making a lot of money on totals over the number. But I think Buffalo is a live dog in this game. And I'll tell you something. The Capitals played the Leafs. The Leafs killed themselves in that game. They took two stupid penalties uh, late. In the game. Washington was just on the power play. The Leafs' power play sucks. And Washington took advantage of the, uh, the situation of Leafs taking dumb penalties. They won an overtime with the extra man with Ovechkin's uh, shot uh, far down. Just crazy stuff. Anderson had no chance. And, uh, yeah, I think Buffalo, they're a good team. If I was Washington, you better bring your A game or Buffalo is going to cash up nice, big, juicy dog. They're going to try to bring their A game, but it's that first yeah. game home from a road trip. Yeah, you got to deal with the wife. Hey, honey, what's up? Yeah. Oh, man, we got this in. I know we're yeah. millionaires. We got bills. What happened? Halloween. They had to hand out candy. Oh, yeah. They had to hand out candy tonight. Are we dressing up or what are we doing for Halloween? Am I going as a genie? What about the kids? Are we going to dress them up? Like, I guess the nanny does that because these guys are worried about hockey, but still, you still got <laughs> You still got to deal with real life, right? You come home to your kids, the wife, family. These guys are still human beings. They have problems. They have bills to pay. And when you're on the road, you don't have to worry about any of that crap. You come home, life uh, kind of punches you in the face. I agree. Um, it, most of the time, this angle works when, when, when you come back. And if they don't get it the first game, adrenaline in the second game will kill you. But I always look to fade a team first game back or second game back of road trip, depending on what happens in the first. Yes, I'm looking at the Sabres, Brian. I'll tell you, I got another game for you. Philly and the Devils, I don't know what to do with this game. You might as well, if they set the over-under at seven, I'll probably still it, take the over. It might be seven. I was going to say. Buddy, we've been doing this a long time. We, we're, we're following all the games, and I'll tell you, Philadelphia, Elliott stinks. Uh, Carter Hart is a streaky goalie who's going through a lot of problems right now. Um, as for uh, the New Jersey Devils, great stuff. Hey, I'll tell you something. Corey Schneider is one of the nicest guys I've met in the NHL. I love the guy. I, I, I wish him the best all the time, but can't kinda, stop a bowling no, ball. No, he can't. He's, he's had injuries over the years, year, great years with Vancouver. New Jersey's an old guy. He can't stop a bowling ball. You said it. he's hurt all the time. Uh, that Tampa Bay-New Jersey game was insane, 7-6. to six. Like 
The Devils have no defense. P.K. Subban looked like junk, saying already the story's out. I'm playing like a rookie. Yeah, you are. You know, it's not just about offense. you got to play defense and help out a goaltender, especially when he's not very good and struggling right now. But I'll tell you something. I like the Devils in the over. I see probably a 7-4 to four type of hockey game. Wouldn't be surprised if they got double digits and goals in this game. No defense, no goaltending for both teams. For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website betchriscanada.net. I'm looking at this, and I, I now that I think about it, I, I I would envision maybe they go home, but we'll see. Tampa is at the Islanders. The Islanders are playing great. They Tampa are. Tampa Bay is a train wreck right now, and they just did the cycle in New York: Rangers, Devils, and now the Islanders. But they the they're leaving for Sweden on Sunday, so I'm assuming they'll play they'll play this game and at least go home for a day to pack. Because they know the Sabres play uh, the Friday night game at Washington, come home, play the Islanders, and they leave for Stockholm Sunday. The Sabres and Lightning next Friday, Saturday, playing back-to-back games. So, you know, Tampa Bay's got all this travel nonsense in their heads, and they're just a mess in their own end. Oh, my God, Kim, are they terrible. I'll tell you something. People talk about the Leafs' slow start. The Tampa Bay Lightning, you said it, Brian. This team is, uh, you know, and I, I never was like, don't panic. And we can't panic in hockey, but I do see marks of panicking. Um, you know, Vasilevsky, when he's not the guy, you have Curtis McElhaney. Nice guy and all, but let's talk about it. The Leafs got rid of this guy as like a, th- a third-string goaltender. He had a run. This is what happens in sports and hockey. Goaltenders get it. Mrazek had it. McElhaney had it. That was magic for the Carolina Hurricanes. It was a perfect storm. That's you got to run and you get a contract. Yes. yes, you do. You get a run, you get a contract. Now reality sets in. He's not good. He is a horrible goaltender. Tampa Bay has deficiencies on the back end. They're very, you know what they are? They're very similar to the Leafs. What do they do, Brian? Guys, the Stamkos, whatever. Good goal scorers, good players. Where's the grit? That's well, why they, Boston. That's why Boston is a team that I fear. They have guys who get in your face. They have guys that can put you through glass. It's it's like men. They're very good, Tampa Bay. Don't get me wrong. Skilled players. But in the NHL, come playoff time, too, especially in playoff time, you need guys like Tom Wilson. You need guys that can score, hit you, bury you, play a a mean four-check game. That's the problem. Everyone looks at, oh, these skilled guys, you're so good. Look at them with the puck. Well, yeah, the other guys who could do that, they could do the same thing, but they can also put a bullet through you because they hit you every time you touch the puck and wear you down. Tampa Bay needs to get tougher, and their their forwards don't play enough defense. They don't back check, similar to the Leafs, and their defense, like the Leafs, not Ooh. good enough. Two very, like almost mirror images. Tampa Bay has a little more talent on offense. And the Islanders on a heater, seven-game winning. The Islanders are a team you don't want to play, too. They play that game. Barry Trotz goes, what are we good at? This is what we're going to do. We're not going to put ourselves in bad situations. We play defensive hockey, and we attack your mistakes when you're too aggressive. Very smart team, the New York Islanders. Trotz is my guy. You met him at the awards. He's an amazing guy. He is the best coach in hockey. Babcock and all these. Like, give, Cooper, give me a break. Look what Barry Trotz has done. I'm fired up, Brian. Look what he's done with that Islander team. Terrific. He deserves even He deserves even more credit for what he's done. And you're, yeah, the Islanders are supposed to remember us. And I'll, I, we got to be transparent. Oh, the Islanders, they're going to regress. They're going to regress. You look at their lineup. How could they do it? Well, they do it. They just have professionals, underrated guys who show up to work every day with their hard hats. And they have a leader that uh, players believe in. Love the way the Islanders play. Here, I'm hoping for a sneaky opportunity. 
and I doubt we'll get it. Uh, Dallas is at Colorado. Florida beat Colorado 4-3. Florida is, you know, offense first, defense be damned. Uh, But Colorado, it's McKinnon against the world. They are a mash unit. It's McKinnon and McCarr, basically, versus Dallas. Dallas can't shoot it in the ocean. I doubt we'd see six, but even if it's five and a half, I'd be leaning under the total in this game. Yeah, it's uh, one of those ones that, uh, you know, you look, you look at Dallas. They didn't have any goals against Minnesota till they till, till they exploded and came back in that game. Man, imagine you took the live betting when they were down like 3 nothing. That would have been huge. Colorado, on the other hand, yeah, they pissed that game away against Florida. They were leading it late. Florida scored. Thank God I was on the Panthers. They won uh, quickly in overtime. I think Grubauer is good, but uh, he's going to see a lot more rubber. You talked about a Gabe Landeskog out, uh, Rantanen, two huge guys on the team. You can't keep on losing stars. McKinnon already did the the majority of lifting for that team. So, yes, I would actually tend to agree with you. For Colorado to be successful, I think they have to play a little more defensive. And Dallas, uh, they love it. They love to go on the road, score that first goal, and play a trap. Uh, If it's six, I would take the under as well. No really uh, lean to the side in this game. It's pretty tough. All right, Vancouver's at Anaheim, and you know, John Gibson, that, this, John Gibson, that, the guy's terrific. It, I, it's like anything, Cam, the guy's just getting pumped in his own end, and at some point you wear down. Uh, you look at this team that was a, a dead-under team, last three games, won at Colorado 5-2, lost in Vegas 5-2, uh, beat the Jets 7-4, and now the Canucks are coming in, and Vancouver's on a dead run. Uh, you know, with their offense. Let's give Travis Green and the Canucks credit, Brian. Like, I, I like this team when we did our preseason uh, shows. We talked about them improving, but man, I, I got a lot of, cr- you know, I'm, I'm kind of, the Vancouver's a team I never really liked. I always thought they were flaky, but you got to really, really like what they're doing right now. And I'm starting to go, you know what, Vancouver, I like it. You know, Brock Besser, they have a lot of good guys on their team. You know, Pedersen can uh, basically, he's a string bean, but he's a, he's a lethal player. And, and I got to say this, I think Markstrom's actually one of the more underrated goalies in the league. A lot of these other teams should have looked at him, right, when he first came out, Brian, but he's really figuring it out. And I'll tell you, um, Vancouver, uh, they've, been, they've been great. And I'm really, really happy for the Canuck fans, a long-suffering organization. Maybe they can make the playoffs this year, but this could be a bad spot for them. They went to L.A. and beat the Kings in that game. Five to three, but uh, you know the Ducks—they've been playing good hockey. Uh, Winnipeg had a lead on them; they battled back. They're just one of those teams that get no respect in Vancouver. Pretty successful uh, road trip. I think I'm going to probably lay it down with Anaheim. And you're right, goals galore in this game. Hey, and real quick, I just want to go to one thing on Saturday. Then we'll just do a little bit of an overview. Um, pending what happens on Friday night, the Leafs are at Philly. Yeah. Now Philly's playing Jersey. And we've already talked about that that game should be a circus act. Um, is, is this crazy? Seven is certainly in play. Oh, it is. Is it, it, no, is it possible? And Seven I, I and mean, a half? I, honest to God, I'm just throwing it out there. If if Philly and Jersey play a 6-5 game, yep, right? I, but I think it's all contingent on what happens Friday night. But if Philly and Jersey play a 6-5 kind of game, might we actually see a seven and a half? I, I mean, I would consider that yeah, if I was I, hanging a number. I would too. And <clears throat> that's the thing. I don't think the books will. I think they'll probably put a seven with high juice. But if it keeps on happening, I, I would post seven and a half. This Philadelphia team, we talk about it. They're a train wreck. Like, do you think the Leafs got problems defensively? I like Travis Samhain offensively. Just horrible in his own end. Gots to Bayer, you know, Shane Gots to Bear, whatever you call him. Gots to be here, I call him. Well, he <laughs> got to be nowhere. <laughs> 
because he's not going to block any shots or do anything. He'll score you a power play goal, Philly. And then you have the back end. You got the you got the tenders with Brian Elliott, who's barely an NHL goaltender, and a kid in Carter Hart that's seeing uh, more rubber than a porn star. I don't know what's going on, Brian. I tell you, Philadelphia is a train wreck. And I'll, probably, I'll take the Leafs in that game to the over. Oh, by the way, uh, I want to go back to that Anaheim game real quick for Friday night. Uh, Josh Manson's out. Now, he, and Lindholm was hurt. He may, he's pra- he may be back. But, I mean, Anaheim, which is ridiculous, this plethora of riches they had on the blue line yeah. four years ago. And now it's ridiculous. I mean, they've got nobody. They yeah. have nobody. They got rid of Jake Gardner to Toronto. Theodore. <laughs> the guys they'd have. Like, Theodore. Yeah, I know Theodore. Botnin. Yeah, they, they, they'd actually be like the best. Uh, yeah, if you're if me and you were in Anaheim in the boardroom, they're going, oh, my God, you know, we're, we're actually competing with teams, and, and we have none of these defensemen back. Imagine these guys were there, Brian. Anaheim would be a scary team like they used to be. But, yeah, they cleaned out the cupboard big time. Uh, I'm not sure if Anaheim can, you know, hold this down. It's a long season. You talk about it. Gibson guitars. He's great early, but over time, you're, I love your sayings, Brian. Water finds its level. You can't you can't maintain paces like that. It's like a golfer, you know, 63, 64, whatever. You're going to shoot that 73, 74. Um, in hockey, it, you, you could ride the streak out, but it's just it's not going to happen. He's always a first half starter. So Anaheim's a play on team now, but we'll be probably playing against them later on. Hey, wrap it up with this one uh, on a Friday night. Maybe another real opportunity with everything we've been talking about. You know, uh, on this podcast, you know, we gave out a game that to me was like one of the gifts of the millennium, and that was San Jose blows the game in Buffalo in overtime, and Couture yep. calls out guys, and uh, you know he had to show up. The guys that were called out had to show up, but we said, you know. I, in this one game, yeah, but I think there's a real problem there. There's something dysfunctional going on. Well, sure enough, you knew they had to show up after after that kind of thing, and they beat the Canadians and then went and got mauled in the last three games of the road trip. They're home, first game back from a five-game road trip where they went one and four. And Now, that should be just an awful spot for San Jose. There's got to be a desperate team, but I'm telling you, Cam, that first game back, you know it's a tough game, and I would throw this at you. If the Jets, you know, jump out and get a 2 nothing lead, those people in San Jose, they'll boo these guys off the ice. Yeah, and I'll tell you something. The way the Jets played in that Anaheim game, it's very, very dangerous for San Jose. You, you, you'd pray that the, the Jets went into Anaheim, won that game, and then San Jose at home in the Shark Tank, get desperation, get the fans in it. You're right, but... Uh, they get down. The fans can turn. Very, very concerned about this team. We were all over them. It's another thing we talked about. They own Montreal. I think they won the last nine games in Montreal, Brian, off the top of my head. So this team, they just there's something not right. Winnipeg, I got to give them a lot of credit with all the AHL blue liners and all the guys they've given away. And the, their best defensemen, they're trying to play a defensive game. They just ran into Anaheim at a bad time in this game. Yeah, I wouldn't be uh, laying it down with San Jose. I'll tell you, though, the Sharks, they got to bring their A game because uh, this could slip away real quick. He's Cam Stewart. I'm Brian Blessing. We love talking hockey. I, Cammy, I mean, this is like a buffet, right? I mean, now we'll see how it all pans out. But we just, you know, in the next few days, there are like four or five games we just documented with historic angles that constantly reap rewards. Yeah, that's what we have to do, Brian. And can't wait for this, the parents' trip, the dad's trip. Sometimes now the mom's trip. 
great angles. People are like, you know, you're betting a game because that, yeah, because it works. That's why, because it, it happens every time. Oh, and you're right people. about, and you're right yeah. about the, and you're right about the strategies too of the travel. See what's going on. Try to find the situations, and hey, and we could we could find these angles. Hockey is one of those sports that the angles present themselves sometimes. I would say better than a lot of the other sports too, right, Brian? Because of the physical nature of it. But I will say, yeah, you're absolutely right. We'll be all on top of these things, and hopefully, we can make uh, the listeners some money. It's been a pretty good start to the season, Brian. I'm not complaining. I had one night where I got pumped. I went 0 and 4, but come back the next night going uh, 7 7 and 1. So you know, it's one of those things. Sometimes you're going to have a bad night. The key is over time try to get plus in your account, and that's the way to do it. Build it, and hopefully, we can help you build your accounts. Heading to the weekend on ice, and it's always a treat chatting with our pal Cam Stewart. You've been listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website betchriscanada.net the handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state province to province and country to country using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited the podcast is not associated with nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league association or team This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling, an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.